Hey, welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius Podcast, where winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football league. Hey, let's get going. This is the, the Fantasy Football Genius. Chris here with uh, the genius, Jameson Black. Say hi, buddy. How's it going, everybody? Hope everybody had a good week and ready for the second quarter of the NFL season starting up tomorrow night, or if you're listening to this now, maybe it's tonight. Oh, yeah. Super excited. Well, hey, uh, on the podcast today, we're going to go over a few things. Uh, first, we want to start out with a shout-out. Then we're going to hit an overreaction corner. Onto the listener interaction from uh, Instagram. Then we're going to talk about some injuries some and some matchups for week five. And then we'll talk a little DFS. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Sounds good. Well, hey, we just want to give a shout out to Fiercely KT, or as we know her, Fiercely Katie. Thank you for your support and good luck in your week five matchups. Good luck. Hopefully you can get out the W and hopefully your season's going well. We love you. We love you. Hey, well, let's jump right in. Um, hey, first question. Uh, for the genius. Uh, let's hit some overreactions. Uh, what do you think about this? Uh, should I look at trading Leonard Fournette with the hamstring injury? That is a problem I'm actually looking at in my main league. Uh, I have Fournette, I have Mixon, I have Jimmy G, I have Evan Ingram. I have a slew of injuries that I'm actually trying to figure out what I'm going to do with those yeah, injuries. Yeah, you're getting crushed. <laughs> um, but, I mean... If you think about it, I'm 2-2 two and two in the league, which most people that have Fournette might be on for. Because if you think about it, week one, went out in the first quarter. Missed week two, missed week three. Week four, went out in the first quarter. A lot of people had Fournette as a first-round draft pick. I was lucky to get him, or I, I guess maybe it wasn't lucky. I was uh, able to get him in the second round. I, I had a turnaround pick, so I was able to take uh, Hopkins in the late first round. and then so, so, so I guess you can really say with that turnaround pick, was it a... Fournette first round, Hopkins second round. I'm, I'm saying Hopkins first round, Fournette second round make me look a little better because of the injury. So I'm actually looking at that myself. I, uh, I'm, I've been really contemplating. We'll talk a little more about that down the road. But maybe trying to see if I can trade Fournette for Le'Veon Bell, being that he's not starting for me anyways. Do I take the gamble and find someone that is fed up with Bell? I think if you can get to, um, to answer your question, I think if you can get fair value for Fournette, I would definitely think about it thing about injuries with especially hamstring injuries for running backs is that thing can pop at any time uh it can tighten up yeah all of a sudden you're you're sitting the first quarter that that hamstring tightens up and you're you're out that player and i think that's going to be a year thing this year is with fournette he's he has that hamstring injury it's going to pop it's going to be there every week you're going to wonder is he going to play the whole game do i have him out there if you can get fair value for him i would not give him away obviously you want to get a first second round a running back one high end running back two for Fournette if you can do that definitely but don't give him away by by no means yeah good good yeah so uh, what about another overreaction what is it safe to trade away an elite QB so if I have Patrick Mahomes sitting on a bench with Brady or Rodgers what do you think about that oh if you have Mahomes sitting on your bench I think you're doing it wrong yeah Uh, Mahomes is the MVP as a Bronco fan you say you tell me that two touchdowns and 300 yards is a down game yeah, I, I'll take that every day of the week. The, the kid shows all the signs. I have friends that have said that he is not an NFL quarterback. The league's going to catch up to him. 
I finally had a few friends text me and say, okay, maybe he is the real deal. He's a stud. He, he marks all the boxes. I mean, the, the league is going to more of a running quarterback. It's going to more of a uh, mobile quarterback, and we know that Mahomes is that mobile quarterback. So if you do, which, which is a very good possibility, you drafted Brady, you drafted uh, Aaron Rodgers, you drafted one of those, and then later on in the draft you took Mahomes as a flyer, there's a very good shot you have it. If you can get somebody for the name value of Rodgers and, and, and or Brady, I would definitely try to improve your team because Mahomes looks like he's the part, looks like he is the, he is the man. Great matchup this week. He's going to have a tough matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're going to yeah. see what he really is. But if you can get, if you can get fair value for either one of those quarterbacks, elite quarterbacks, definitely do it. Um, wait it out. I mean, we have bye weeks. You have, you have owners that are going to be panicking, trying to get their quarterback. Quarterbacks run the league still. And you're going to have owners panic. So don't, by any means, give away those top talents. Let someone else give you a, a ransom for those top names. Let them sit on your bench. They're not hurting you to sit on your bench. If, you might as well not give, give, help another owner out. You want to help your, yourself out. So if you can get an RB1, wide receiver one, for one of those elite quarterbacks absolutely yeah what was it mahomes on monday night uh, 100 was it 192 yards outside the pocket something like that i mean 160 years the most in the last decade as, as a coach I mean, you, you coach you coach football i have no idea how the denver broncos continued to put pressure on him and didn't it's, it's like the commentators were saying on on monday night football why are you putting pressure on him and you're i mean he, he you're not, you're not getting to him. You're pushing outside the box, and that's his strength is outside the box. Yeah. He gets outside those tackles. He's a much better quarterback outside the tackles instead of inside the tackles. Keep him in that pocket. Let him work from inside the pocket and then just play zone. I don't know why they didn't do that. I know you texted me one of the same thing. It just shows that teams panic when they see him step on the football field. And for me as a fantasy owner, if I know a defense is going to panic when he's out there, I know his stats are going to be there. Yeah, if you're not legit on Holmes or Mahomes right now, then uh, I don't know what you're smoking. But, uh, yeah, so <laughs> moving on from Mahomes, he's a stud. Uh, next overreaction. Is it time to worry about the likes of David Johnson, Fournette, Larry Fitzgerald, those, those kind of guys? That's a, that's a, good, that's a great question. Uh, you, have, you have probably David Johnson, Leonard Fournette, first-round draft picks. Fitzgerald's always been a person you can put in your cash games on DFS you feel safe on season long you expect multiple receptions nearly 100 yards every week but with that quarterback system with that offense there in Arizona I don't want any piece of the Cardinals right now I think Rosen is a decent quarterback moving forward but he's still a rookie as we saw with all the rookies last week all the rookies did not do, do so swell Rosen had showed some signs um, in, the, in that game last week but Right now, you obviously can't get rid of David Johnson. Um, Fitzgerald, hopefully you have other options that you can maybe start over Fitzgerald. But unfortunately, with Fournette and with David Johnson, you may not be sitting with, with anybody extra there to, to play with. And it's something also with, uh, with Fournette. Luckily, with David Johnson, you don't have the injury that Fournette has. Um, if you can get fair value, market value for David Johnson, Leonard Fournette, I would definitely try to trade one or the other or both. Uh, Fitzgerald, I don't think anybody's going to want to have him on their on their team just because he's not showing the stats, he's not getting the looks, and it, it's it's just, do you want to have the whole season sitting with a number one running back getting very few yards? Sure, he got the touchdowns. Um, David Johnson looked a little bit more 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 at life last week, but 
if I can get a trade for one of those options and feel, feel comfortable with that trade, I'm definitely trying to pull the trigger on both Fournette and David Johnson. Yeah, definitely worth um, getting those guys off your roster. There's a lot of other, other teams and players that are far uh, surpassing those guys right now. And, and, and going back to trade, you, you have no idea what other owners are thinking. The worst case scenario is the owner says no. So shoot for the moon when you're trying to make trades. Try to get the upper. You you want the upper hand in trades. The worst case scenario is the the owner says no, but you're starting that conversation to have the other owner come back. If if he knows what he's doing, he's going to come back with a counter offer. You come back back and forth. And you'll find that middle ground. So shoot for an RB one for uh, Fournette, David Johnson. See if you can find someone to bite that that hook. Go fishing out there. See if anybody's going to bite that bite that worm and and reel in a David Johnson or Leonard Fournette. And maybe you can get a. Le'Veon Bell. Maybe you can find someone that yeah. will take David Johnson for Le'Veon Bell because at least David Johnson's playing. Le'Veon mm-hmm. Bell is not playing yet, as yeah. we'll get to a little later. Yeah, you know, and I, I think sometimes people get hung up on uh, like star power in a name, and even though they're not doing good, they want them on their team just because of the name. I know I've got stuck on that, guys. Like Brandon Marshall, it's like, well, hey, uh, he used to be a stud. I know his name, therefore I'm going to keep him. Yeah. Hopefully, he's going to do something, and you know. Just past his prime, but Fitzgerald. Hey. Fitzgerald is that is that name value. Everybody yeah. knows Fitzgerald. It's not his fault that the quarterback's a bad player, and it's, it's not his, his fault that the quarterback doesn't have the experience in the league. It's time to maybe time for Fitzgerald to sit on your bench, even with the big name as he is in the NFL. Yeah, they're just they're just not they're just not playing good football right now. Well, hey, yeah, let's move on now. Um, let's get into um, some of the interactions, nope. uh, some of the. Yep, some yep, of the questions yep. uh, from some of the listeners. I know you put a shout out on social media for some people to ask some questions, and uh, uh, let's see what we come up with. So here, here it is. Here, let's go. Uh, so with the current news of Lev Bell saying he will report to the Steelers during their Week Seven bye, what do we do with him and James Conner moving forward? Uh, hopefully, if you're a Le'Veon Bell owner, you were able to handcuff him with either be in the draft or right away when you found out the news, you're able to grab James Conner. I know a, a I few did. of my yep. leagues, the other owners grabbed Conner before the owner of Le'Veon Bell, and those those owners are sitting at yep. one and three, zero oh and four in, in a lot of those leagues. So hopefully, you're able to find James Conner on your waiver wire, handcuff him in the draft, and it's not a big issue to you right now. But now, what do you do with James Conner with that news of Bell happening? If you can find someone for James Conner that wants to take James Conner because they are having a down year, they don't have a running back, and you can trade James Conner and still feel like you have a, a stable running back that so you can start, I would definitely try to tra- trade James Conner because once Bell comes back, as we hear, at, uh, he's coming back in, uh, during the bye week, and once he comes back, the Steelers are going to want to give him the ball. Yeah. So James Conner is going to be kick to the curb, as they would say, a little bit more than he is now. But the Steelers also still want to get uh, Connor on the field, but he's just not going to be the powerhouse that he is right now currently. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we had our followers on Instagram send in their trade requests, and here are a few that were interesting, and let's see what you have to think about them. Uh, so number one, B. Brozy. Hey, what's up, B. Brozy? Uh, he made a trade for Bell by shipping Lamar Miller just before the news broke. What do you think about that? That is an absolutely dynamite trade. <laughs> You're getting Le'Veon Bell for Lamar Miller, who Miller job, is, a buddy. Good, is a good player. Don't get me wrong, but it's Lev Bell. If yeah. he comes in week eight, we're probably going to see him struggle like, like we did last year when he missed the uh, preseason. He came in week one, he struggled, but it's Lev Bell. 
he's going to get his stats. If, if he's on the football field, he's going to get his stats. You were able to get Miller before the news came out. Uh, ship Miller for Bell. I think you did an outstanding job in your trade. Yeah, boom. Great trade, B. Brosie. Great trade. So next, let's see if I can get this right. Ants with a Z. Cardosa19 has Connor. Is he relevant come week eight? Also looking to ship Ingram and B. Cooks for Bell. We'll start with the with the uh, Connor a little bit there. As I said, if you can trade Connor and feel comfortable with the rest of your team for the next couple of weeks, because I don't think it's uh, a smokescreen that the, the Steelers are finding out that uh, Bell's going to be there. I think he's going to be there come the bye week, and you're going to if, if you're a Steeler, if you're a Steelers organization, you know Bell's not going to be there next year. What are you going to do? I thought going into the year they're going to run Bell into the ground. You want to get as much out of Bell as you can now before he leaves your team and never comes back. He's not going to sign with the, with the Steelers again. He's going to be on a different team next year. If you're the Steelers organization, you're the management there, you're going to want to get as much out of Bell as you can right now. So if you can find an owner that wants Connor, give you fair value, because you obviously want to make sure that you're getting market back from the, the player trading, I think you try to trade Connor if you can afford it with, a, with backups. He's probably a backup for you anyways going into the season. If if you handcuffed him, he, he's been absolutely stunning to start the year, uh, filling in for Bell. So, uh, going from this long story to short, yes, try to trade Connor if you definitely can. And then going back to the trade, he said he was going uh, Brandon Cooks and Ingram for Bell. If you're getting Bell, you're giving up a lot for Bell. Um, Brandon Cooks has shown that he's good in that offense. He's we, doing great. We were wondering how many. Uh, there's only one football going around on the offense, and there's tons of mouths to feed there in, in Los Angeles for the Rams. But Cooks has looked good in that offense, and Ingram is back this week from his suspension. I wouldn't do the trade yet. Let's see what Ingram looks like on Monday night and see if you can hold off with the, uh, with the trade so far right now. Maybe you offer Ingram for Bell. See if the guy can say, okay, I'll, I'll trade you Ingram for Bell. Mm-hmm. You can always come back and counter it with the uh, Brandon Cooks and Ingram together. Right now, I'd probably stand just to see what Ingram's role is going to be because I still think that uh, that that uh, ground game in New Orleans is going to be a beast like it was last year with Kamara and Ingram. And you know the Saints are going to try to limit a little bit as much as they can Kamara's uh, carries and touches moving forward now that Ingram's back. Yeah, it'll be a balanced attack for sure. Um, let's move on. Reaper 8488. He says Beckham for Bell? Question mark. If you're getting Bell, I don't hate it. Um, Beckham has been all right. He hasn't been the elite player yeah. it is. And it goes back to Eli Manning. Yeah. I don't understand how the Giants passed on a quarterback. Granted, the quarterbacks coming out this year aren't the elite quarterbacks that maybe we're not going to see a Hall of Fame stat cast. But Eli Manning is at the end of his career. And if Eli Manning is going to fail with the Saquon Barkleys, the Sterling Shepherds, the Odell Beckhams, you have Evan Graham. If he's going to fail like he has this year with that kind of talent... It's time to hang it up, Mr. Manning, and join your brother Peyton in the afterlife of the NFL quarterback. Hang world. it up, buddy. Hang it um, up. So if you're getting Bell, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. Um, if you're getting Beckham and you're trading Bell, I really don't hate it. That that kind of is a wash, in my opinion, for the uh, for who's getting who. It's kind of wash, depending on the rest of your team. If you need running back help and you're getting Bell back, obviously. If you need wide receiver help and you're getting Beckham back, obviously do it. It depends on the depth and the roster construction of that particular person's team that for this year. 
Yeah, so really looking at the roster on that one. Uh, moving on, Rio Bravo 24, Connor for Bell straight up. And he also wants to indicate that he has depth at the position. If you're giving up Connor and getting Bell, absolutely. Dude, That's a no-brainer. I don't, I don't see why the other owner would do that. But if, if the uh, owner of Bell wants to trade for and, – and, and again, I can't say it's a no-brainer because maybe the guy that has Bell – is sitting at 0-4, and he needs to get a couple wins before the bye week, and he can't afford to go 0-6, 0-7, whatever it is. So maybe maybe that's what the reason is, but if you're getting Bell and you're giving away Connor, absolutely pull the trigger before the, the, the other the, owner says no. Pull the trigger on that one. So next we have Trent Tinney, T-I-N-N-E-Y, Trent Tinney. He says Mixon for Bell. Mixon has his own injury, um, as we'll find out uh, when we go over the injuries a little later. Uh, if, if that one, I, I probably would. I, I trade Mixon for Bell. Um, again, granted, I don't know your trade depth at, running, at, at, at the running back position, but if you have the depth at running back where you can play a, a player or two that aren't that great, pull the trigger and get Bell. Yeah, do you get Bell fresh half, get half, half, half the year? Yep. Why not? Get and, you, and you get him for your fantasy playoffs. Yep. So if you make the playoffs, you get Bell, pull the trigger. Okay, Rickaboy. Carry on Johnson and Lynch for Bell. Owner already has Gurley. <laughs> wow. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I love Carry on Johnson. I think he is the guy in Detroit moving forward, but that uh, coaching staff doesn't seem to be the one to give the job to Johnson going forward. And we know Bell's going to be the getting the job. And you're going to give me Bell and Gurley for the fantasy football playoffs? Come Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Do Take it. Take it. Boom. Win that league, buddy. Okay. Let's see if I can get this one right. Rafa Benvenuto, 80. Rafa Benvenuto, 80. Bell for Hyde and Jeffrey. In a standard league. Yes. What yes. can I hit the What can I hit to accept? Um, you got to look at height. Uh, Nick Chubb last week had, what had three carries for over 100 yards and two touchdowns. I think the Browns realized that that guy, that rookie, needs to get more touches. I think moving forward, we're going to see Chubb getting a little more and more involved in that offense I moving think so forward. Too. And I think Hyde is going to be, at best, a 50-50 running back. And I think before the season's over with, and once our playoffs come for fantasy football, usually in week 13 is when the playoffs usually start. If you're, in a, if you're a smart league, you don't have your playoffs uh, entering week 17. So when the playoffs start in week 13, week 14, whatever it is for your league, by that time, Hyde may be sitting at a 30% share where the Chubb is getting 60 to 70%. I, I, I agree with that one. Except, except, Rafa Benvenuto... Okay, so, hey, underscore torn, I guess that's your name, underscore torn, Uh okay, he's saying AP and Hyde for Bell and McCoy. Yeah, Uh, yes, I don't like McCoy at the end of that. You kind of threw me for a loop. I I was not sold on McCoy, but Bell's first. Yeah, you're you're giving up AP and Hyde for Bell. It goes back to the same thing I just said about about Hyde. I don't think you can be moving forward to be the option there. And you're getting Bell in return, and then McCoy's just a throw-in. It's hard to say a throw-in for McCoy, who in the years past has been a stable of that offense. But and hopefully maybe you can get McCoy and he goes to another team in a trade this year with the with the Bills being an absolute dumpster fire there in in. uh, in Buffalo, maybe maybe they they decide to ship out McCoy before the trade deadline, and all of a sudden McCoy goes to a relevant offense and he becomes a star. All of a sudden, you have Bell and McCoy as a uh, combination instead of AP Hyde. I take that every day of the week. Take it every day of the week. 
Twice on Sunday. Twice on Sunday. Okay, next up we have PKB. Don't want to say that on the air. Don't want to say that on the air. PKB shipped away Buck Allen uh, for Bell. What the Buck? What the beep? Um, yes, great. <laughs> I, I, I suppose you got Bell. If you yeah. did, A++++. Good job, buddy. Step to the front of the class. You have won the award. Yeah, go, go, go. Hey, so next, Eat My Shorts. I love these guys. Eat, Eat My, my Shorts. shorts going to going his name. He has been a very uh, constant commenter. We love the uh, feedback from you. Love answering questions every week. Keep those an- keep those questions coming, and we'll hopefully help you win your league this year. Yeah, eat my shorts. We love you. Got he got he has Bell off waivers last week. He sent me that, and I had a kind of giggle. He he said, "Should I should I drop?" Uh, I think it was Element for Bell, and and before he even I, I even read the last sentence, I said yes. Yeah. I mean. Whoever put Bell on the waivers is not liking that move right now. And you got him in waivers. You sent me a little uh, message saying, hey, waivers, um, uh, waiver went through. You got Bell. Congratulations. You probably just won your league. Yeah. Hey, good job. Eat my shorts. And keep, keep, keep the questions in the, coming in the comments. We love you guys. Um, hey, moving on. Let's let's uh, let's talk about some injuries. There's been a lot of injuries this year. The injury bug in the NFL is a nasty, nasty bug. Um, so uh, the injuries that we had, we saw um, last week: Joe Mixon, Evan Ingram, and Rex Burkhead were all out going into the season. Sounds like Mixon is a fairly uh, decent chance of starting this week for the Cincinnati Bengals. That's going to make Gian- Giovanni Bernard a sit in most leagues. Evan Ingram sounds like he's a little more doubtful to play. Um, he was sitting at about two to four weeks for that injury that he had. And Burkhead is on the IR, wondering if the, if the uh, Patriots are going to put him on a season long. So far, they have not put him on season long IR. That makes James White and Sonny Michelle uh, great pickups if you don't already have them or if you drafted them. Um, I, I like White better in PPRs and, Mich- and Michelle more in standard, but both are great pickups. We lost... Tyler Eifert, which I feel for the guy. Tyler Eifert uh, down with that ankle injury. Looked like his ankle actually snapped in half in that injury. It was a gruesome injury to see. If you have Eifert, look at Tyler Croft. He's not, he's not Eifert caliber uh, tight end, but he's definitely a pickup in, in your season-long leagues if you're an Eifert owner. We saw the rookie Will Dicely go down with his injury. Um, I'd stay away from the Seattle tight ends there and find someone else on your waiver wire if you had if you were able to pick up Dicely earlier this season. Um, we saw T.Y. Hilton go down with a hamstring injury. Sounds like he is out on Thursday night, so do not start him if you have him in your leagues with the game tomorrow night. That's a big blow for that offense. Um, T.Y. Hilton was a big big name that I, that I love this year with Andrew Luck back. And after last week, it looks like Andrew Luck is officially back. But like I said, he's out this week, so make sure you uh, keep him on your bench if you have him in season long. Rob Gronkowski is questionable tomorrow night, as is Josh Gordon. Um, my gut feeling says both play, but right now they're both questionable. As we talked about Leonard Fournette, he went out in the first quarter with a hamstring injury. He's out this week. T.J. Yeldon's yet again a waiver wire option but it seems like the jaguars don't like fantasy owners because when the star running back is there so far this year that running back has not been the talent when fournette starts yeldon gets the bulk of the carries because of injury but once yeldon is the starter he does not get the carries that you would think he would get there in jacksonville we saw oj howard go down with a knee injury he's out two to four weeks if you're a howard owner look at cameron break for your season-long leagues 
Saw Geronimo Allison go down with a concussion. Concussions are a tough um, injury to have because you have to pass the, the league's protocol for the concussion. Unless he passes that soon, I don't see him playing this week. Hopefully he passes it by, by uh, Friday. That's usually the time that you want to see the players get on the field and get on there. But if, if he would miss, look at someone like Marquez Valdez-Scantling there in, in uh, Green Bay. As we know, Aaron Rodgers can make anybody a good player. And maybe uh, um, Randall Cobb will be back as he missed last week as well. So hopefully he'll be back there as well. And Will Fuller for the uh, Houston Texans went out with a hamstring injury. So he, he's an injury-prone receiver. Look at Kiki Cutie, I think it is, C-O-U-T-E-E. Uh, Kiki Cutie, uh, he, he had a, a solid game last week. And with both Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins banged up, this season might be the season of the Cutie as the uh, um, Houston, Houston Texans look to get him more and more involved, especially with the game they had. And he might be the number one or number two option with those injuries. I don't see Mr. DeAndre Hopkins missing much time. He's a pretty tough SOB there in Houston. But Mr. Fuller might be out with that hamstring injury. Those are the injuries I, that I have. And I'm, the ones I'm looking at um, more than anything else, obviously, are the Hilton, Gronk, and Fournette news. Uh, we already know about, like I said, we already know about Hilton, Gronk, and um, Josh Gordon. We're, we're, we're still waiting on. And obviously, Fournette is out this week, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah, lots of, lots of injuries going around. Well, hey, let's look at some uh, weak five matchups so what are your choices phil Lindsay versus royce freeman the royce royce um both look good both look really good i as a bronco fan frustrated i don't understand how the broncos didn't get the ball uh he averaged nearly eight and a half yards per carry freeman did in that game and he got eight carries eight carries as a owner of Freeman, as a Bronco fan, why don't you get the guy double digits? In a close game. In a close game. And, and, and we've seen, if you watched him in, in, in college at Oregon, he gets better as the game moves along. I think long-term it's Freeman, but both players, I think, are worthy in your season-long leagues. Yep. Right now, I think it leans towards Lindsey, but I think in a few weeks we're going to start to see Freeman taking a little more um, uh, increase in that moving forward. Yeah, able to pound it. Okay, John Brown versus Michael Crabtree or Jarvis Landry. I think John Brown is my favorite of the trio. Um, I kind of joked with a few friends about John Brown that uh, worst case scenario, he can be like a T.Y. Hilton. Best case scenario, he can be like an Antonio Brown. And the elite case scenario, he's maybe a... Marvin Harrison type of player moving forward. That's obviously stretching it. I mean, even T.Y. Hilton's, but um, even the worst case scenario, it's kind of stretching it. But I was just joking about that. But he he's looked he's looked nice this year. He's he, uh, he looks like the Ravens do like him as a receiver there, and he's uh, putting up numbers there. And, and so I, I'd go John Brown. Yeah, John Brown's looking good. A diff, definitely a different player yeah. in uh, in Baltimore there. Yeah. Um, okay, so which D- Detroit? Wide receiver will be the top target Sunday and moving forward. Galladay, Jones, or Tate? I like all three. I think Galladay is proving to be Galladay is proving to be the number one option there in Detroit. Um, but that offense is going to pass the ball anyways. That offense is going to be throwing the ball all over the, all over the field. Um, so I would probably rank them Galladay, Tate, Marvin Jones in PPRs. In standard, I'd probably go Galladay. Jones and Tate a little closer than in PPRs. Yeah, I would, I'd, I'd put Galladay first as well. Um, yeah, my son, 
Jackson. Oh, the guy that's been talking trash to me because he won the championship last year. He won the championship. Beat the genius. Didn't beat the genius, but he used the genius information to win the he league. He did. He'll be, on, he'll be on the podcast here coming up. But he has said Galladay all year, and he was right. Little punk. But, okay, moving on. Uh, Patrick Mahomes versus the Jags pass defense. They're faster than the Broncos. Yes, they are faster than the Broncos. Um... The Jags' defense scares me to a point, but, but Mahomes is a solid player. I just, I, I, I really like what I've seen out of Mahomes. I think if you have Mahomes, you start him. I mean, you don't start want to, be, you don't want to be be sitting down five points, and those five points came from Mahomes. Where it, uh, more five more points from Mahomes than you're back to your start. I think you start him. You just bite the bullet and say, okay, I'm starting him. He's becoming one of those players. You're not going to bench Aaron Rodgers or uh, Tom Brady in your leagues, and I think Mahomes is starting to become that start no matter what. Kind of like Russell Wilson was that, uh, I think it was last year or the year before, where he just put up numbers, those uh, video game-type numbers, and that's what Mahomes is doing right now. Yeah, good. So Matt Ryan versus Big Ben. Well, I'm, I'm looking at the schedule right now, and it looks like the Pittsburgh Steelers are at home, Correct. That means Big Ben Roethlisberger is a start for me. He's the better option. If it was uh, in Atlanta, I would I would say Matt Ryan, but Roethlisberger is a stud player at home and struggles on the road. Big Ben at home, give me Ben over Matt Ryan. Going with the hometown. Uh, Breida, Matt Breida versus Arizona or Carlos Hyde versus Baltimore. Uh, Breida, um, as I mentioned, I think Hyde is starting to lose carries to Chubb, and I think uh, Breida is – Going to get more and more carries, trying to take away uh, pressure off of C.J. Beathard moving forward. Okay, good, good. And last, you got Zeke Elliott at Houston or Alvin Kamara versus Washington. Wouldn't you love to have that combination in like a dynasty league? Oh, that would be a nice combination. Um, if you're picking it for, I'm guessing this is a DFS question, if you're, if you're picking between the two, if you're on DraftKings, I probably go Kamara just because of the full point PPR league. Um, if you're on FanDuel, I probably go a little Elliott, probably a little more. And I and we don't know exactly how much um, run Mr. Ingram's going to get week one. I'm guessing he's going to be uh, fairly close to 100 percent um, as they did last year. But I think I give you know what, give me Elliott both ways. You know what, I'm, I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to say Elliott both ways. Elliot, both ways. Okay. Well, hey, one more, uh, one more item before we close the podcast today. Uh, let's talk a little DFS and uh, what's your strategy for DFS this weekend? Well, first thing I want to talk, I want to talk about is uh, if you play DFS and you're looking to make that payday, there's a couple different tournaments that I'm going to probably throw a lineup or two in. You have obviously the Millie Maker, which is a $20 buy-in, $4 million total, million dollars to top prize i know i would like to see a million dollars go into my bank account i i don't know about you um and then we also have the slant which is a nine dollar entry fee with a, a five hundred thousand dollar uh price total prizes with fifty thousand going to top if you look at the two different uh millimaker 25 percent of the uh prizes go to first more than five times that of first place um over second place that means first place is getting more than five times the amount that second place gets and you're looking at about 23% of the people paid in that tournament. Or if you look at the slant, I like the slant a little better uh, structure for it. You have 10% of the prize money going to first. You have more than half of what first place was going to second. And the top five are five-figure paydays. Um, and 
you may be only looking at 21% paid out of that tournament, but I like the way the structure is made there um, for the slant over the Millie Maker. But obviously, million dollar top prize, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw a, a lineup in just because it's a million dollars. I'd love to have that money. Uh, my strategy doing that is I'm probably, obviously, you want to stack. You want to take a, a quarterback with a running back or wide receiver or tight end. The quarterback wide receiver is obviously the uh, standard, the most common. I'm going to be looking at a quarterback and maybe two receivers or a quarterback and a tight end, quarterback and running back instead of just one wide receiver. A couple different options I'm looking at is we know the Atlanta-Pittsburgh is going to be very, very popular. So maybe you stay away from that game and you look at someone like going back to Mahomes. Maybe you take Mahomes and a couple of his weapons against the Jags who have a great defense, and maybe you see the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Steelers-Atlanta game go a little less scoring. And the Chiefs put a, a crooked number there up on the Jacksonville Jags. So I'm looking at that. I'm looking at the Minnesota-Philadelphia game, maybe looking at Carson Wentz. The Minnesota defense doesn't seem to be the defense that we've seen in the past. And I'm looking at the other game I'm looking at is, uh, let me look at my notes and see. I like the Oakland Chargers game. I like um, the Chargers side of the ball. Maybe running it back as a game stack with like uh, Phillip Rivers and Keenan Allen and or Melvin Gordon and running it back with a Amari Cooper there in Oakland. Just a few other things. Keep an eye on the website. I'll have my stacks and my GPP contrarian plays on the article. It's a premium article on the website. I believe we have changed the price from $5 a week to uh, – it's been 5 or $10 a month, and we changed it to $5 a week or $29.99 for the entire season, I believe. Yep. So check us out. Got some great information out there. Hopefully I can help you in DFS and season long. Have some other stuff besides my rankings that you can actually pay for and hopefully uh, help you win. Hey, well, that was uh, our podcast getting ready for week five. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Go check out the website, Fantasy Genius, the football, or fantasyfootballgenius.com. And, of course, follow the podcast. Hey, we hope you guys uh, have a great day and uh, win your league, win your week, and take home some winnings. And this is the genius signing out and saying good luck in your matchups. And hopefully we see you next week as a 5-0 and fantasy football team. Have a good weekend. Yep. See ya.